Hey, friend, what's up? Um, how's your day going? How's your minute going? Um, my minute, I'm not sure if we're counting the last 60 seconds or like since this minute began. If I go by my pocket watch, let's see here. Um, okay, so it just hit the minute. Okay, so my minute's up. <laughs> so I, I can't even tell you. It's all over. Um, but it was a great minute. Yeah, on my end. I mean, it's just being here in the moment, you know, um, kind of taking myself very seriously, getting very stressed and resisting the flow of life. Uh, oh, sorry, the other, other way, other way. Just kind of, you know, floating along, doing my thing. So hope uh, you're floating along in your own majestic direction, like the uh, godly creature you are. Now, uh, a little song. And then we get into some... Uh, brief exposition of, uh, you know, the dark side of criticism, complaining, suspicion. Dark feeling my mind can accept Ooh, that suspicion Making me go red I don't know it's true But I could tell you I swear I would put you through a hell And back if my own dark heart wanted to attack vibes Ooh, my little critique within Oh Suspicion, complaining and criticism <clears throat> Right, okay So, here's the deal I think, um Basically I, uh, I like the truth You know and I like to talk about like what I think, especially when it's things that will uplift everyone, you know, and uplift me, you know. So positive or negative, you know, the whole nihilism thing, like I said, recent episode doesn't make sense. You know, if you think it through, it doesn't make sense. Um, there are some things are better than others. On some level, everything just is what it is. You just accept it. And, you know, whatever is now or is in the past future, you can change. That's all right. But whatever it is, accept it. And then that allows you to, you know, take control of what could be, you know? So you focus on what you have the power to actually do and create. Don't get tricked, wasting your energy, resisting something that's already happened. It's inevitable. It's, it's already now, you know? So someone's upset at you. Okay. You can't control how they feel. So you can control how you feel and how you communicate. So, you know, focus on that. But, um, so anyway, but like, you know, some things are better ultimately uh, on, you know, it's fair to say like uh, something, you know, if we destroy the planet and every, everything's just a wasteland, that's much worse than if it's a beautiful verdant uh, jungle, but also full of gleaming cities of happy, balanced human beings who are exploring innovation and science and technology, but also grounded with their humanity and love and just music and all this kind of stuff. The beautiful, balanced, 
way of living. So, you know, and in your own life, oh, am I going to be on crack and just, you know, letting my friends down and stuff um, and I'm being unreliable or am I going to be kind of, you know, building my dreams and, you know, delaying gratification and really building up and enjoying a deep satisfaction and helping other people do the same, you know, being there for them. So to that end, sometimes I think you got to criticize people, but it can get out of control. I'm guilty of it, definitely, to some extent, um, where it's like, you know, man, like, uh, you know, the these, you know, gangster bankers are just taking over the planet and they've, they control the media, you know, through direct ownership and through media, um, the, the advertising, you know, like 70% of advertising and a lot of the mainstream media comes from pharmaceutical corporations, for example, um, at least in America, possibly globally, not sure. But, uh, you know, and, it, and you can see that it, oh, they're saying these things which aren't true and it helps the people who give them huge amounts of money and who happen to own them, basically, like BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street. Oh, you know, I, I know they say money is the root of all evil, but they also say don't be a conspiracy theorist. So therefore, nothing to see here. You know, <clears throat> so you see things like this and it's like, well, should I just say nothing? Isn't that the whole lesson from the Soviet Union? Alexander Solzhenitsyn was like, you know, all um, the, the whole thing was built upon lies. Basically, when um, like it, or is it uh, and George Orwell said, like, you know, when um, when truth is something like to the effect of like in a totalitarian system, um, where the society is based on lies to tell the truth is a revolutionary act. And um, basically, and this is what Jordan Peterson has been saying for like a decade now, being like, you know, look, things are going in a, a weird direction and um, you can't just be wishful thinking like, oh, everything's fine. Let's be friendly to everyone. It's like, hey, some people don't think that and they're trying to, you know, move things in a certain direction. We need to be able to be honest and to be able to criticize certain things and certain people. And it doesn't need to be personal. You can say, like, I can criticize Barack Obama for not closing Guantanamo Bay, for persecuting Julian Assange, uh, who's now, you know, his um, extradition, they're still trying to extradite him to the USA. And it's just terrible what they're doing to Julian Assange of WikiLeaks. Um, this journalist, you know, a hero, you know, just committed no crime. Anyway, um, uh, actually did a great service and revealed crimes, you know, to us, very importantly. But, um, you know, basically, look, you know, uh, there are these, uh, you need to be able to uh, criticize and point things out. Um, but I think you can do it. So let's say criticizing. Uh, let's start with complaining. It's a bit easier, right? Like maybe I'd say complaining is more, it's like, oh, there's a problem. I'm complaining. Criticizing could be proactive. It's not necessarily a reaction. It's just, I don't like that you do this. Um, but I would say like also bigger things, I guess, criticizing it's more, I'm not like complaining that, you know, the WEF are trying to strip the European farmers of their land and usher in a, a dystopian, you know, neo-feudalism nightmare, technocratic fascism. Um, I'm not complaining, you know, uh, like I would complain like, oh, sorry, uh, excuse me, um, my food's uh, cold. Could you get me a, a warm or a hot a new plate, please? You know, so you, it's all about the internal energy, you know, with everything we do, whether it's we're criticizing a plate of food or the person who brought it, like, uh, you're saying, Hey, look, you just ruined this thing. You weren't paying attention. I saw you, you're looking at your phone and now you just ruined this thing. What, you know, what that's that you shouldn't have done that. Both of those examples, you're kind of complaining, say there's a problem. You're communicating about the problem. 
One, but you can do it in a way where you're internally judging them, like you're wrong, you shouldn't have done that. But that violates the whole thing we we're already talking about of like, well, it's already happened, it's already inevitable, so you don't need to resist it. And it doesn't, it doesn't gain anything. You might think, yeah, I'm, I'm making them uncomfortable, they're less likely to do it again in future. But actually, they'll just resist you. They'll be like, screw you, who are you? You know? And they'll, so, but if you go at it with like, I think it's very effective actually is you, and it's also the, the kind of ethical and logical thing to do. You don't judge them, but you still communicate. You go like, oh, um, this food's cold. Um, I would like another plate. I would like some hot food. Thanks. They're like, uh, oh, okay. They're more likely to just go, oh yeah, no problem. I, I don't have to resist. Okay, I'll go do it. Sure. Um, or if they're like, oh no, that's fine. You can't do that. You can pay more. But no, no, like, uh, look, I paid for it. Yeah, I, I need... <laughs> Give me the food, <laughs> you know, you can be, you can laugh if you want, whatever. You can be quite assertive. And in fact, you can be very assertive. You can be, it's much more, um, being assertive can be much more comfortable for you because you're not being mean. You, you don't have to get angry or anything. Um, also with uh, people, you know, you can say, instead of being like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Why'd you do that? You just be like, oh, like, hey, you know, what's going on there? You know, hey buddy, I mean, like you, what are you doing? You know, and uh, yeah, I think it, you get through and they're kind of like, oh, you, they can register the kindness on some level that you're criticizing them, but you're not judging them. It's constructive criticism. Um, and, you know, sometimes you need to do the criticism sandwich, you know, so bread, sorry, um, uh, compliment, criticism, compliment or some, or positive, negative, positive, you know. So you'd be like, oh, um, hey, you know, like... Um, I really appreciate like how you know much work you're putting into this project you know like i can see i'm putting in a lot of work but i see you're doing it that's i really appreciate that not everyone would do that um that said i have noticed uh your approach i don't agree with one thing you, you keep doing this but i think like that's not i, I just think it's going to cause us problems for these abc reasons you know um but again you know that's like I, i'm just saying this because i'm communicating I know we have the same goals here. And so I know I can respect you as an you know, open-minded person. So I trust you to say this, you know, something like that, right? Sometimes if it's very delicate, you would have to kind of just, you know, on one level, you could be like, just be direct, be honest. But like, we're not all totally in control of our egos. So there is a place for kind of, you know, tactical communication. Anyway, so that's an example of where you can criticize or complain um, let's say complaining. Yeah. Um, and you, you don't judge them internally because it's already happened. It's already the way it is. So you don't need to resist it. Um, and, uh, even if it's like an enduring personality trait, it's like, well, okay, that is their personality trait. That's their habitual mode of being. You can't, you know, if you, uh, don't wish it away, you know, okay, try to communicate with them or lead by example or whatever, if you want, then that's what's within your power, you know? Um, okay. So then, uh, cr criticism, like say, you know, you could say a similar thing, criticism for small stuff, but we could also use that word to apply to like bigger stuff, right? Like, or criticizing the government if they're doing this or that, like, you know, my government here in Ireland are just doing all these completely insane things where you have to think they're either, um, incompetent, uh, ideologically brainwashed by some wacky ideologies, um, corrupt, just being paid off by someone you know, big business or something to help them or um, power hungry. And they're actually just, you know, like uh, tyrants, you know, 
And I think there's probably a mix of all of those involved, to be honest. Um, and I think that, you know, it's kind of thing where the, the tyranny side, that's probably a smaller number. Maybe it could be a very small percentage of the, you know, the powerful people in Ireland, say, are like up to that. You know, they're kind of in league with people trying to suppress democracy and bring in this global government and all that. Um, yet you only, because of the nature of tyranny, you only need, you only need a very small amount of salt to totally change the flavor of a meal because it's just very powerful. Um, a tiny amount of dye will completely change the color of all the water. So, you know, that's the thing. I think, you know, a very small number of um, organized, you know, people who don't have empathy or um, they, uh, they have a certain belief system in their head that um, justifies their actions of predating upon others or creating a parasitic or predatory relationship rather than a reciprocal respectful mutually respectful relationship with the you know the public then uh yeah so anyway whatever i got this there's this situation they're trying to bring in law censoring free speech that you know there's no border they're just like yeah bring in everyone whatever even though the irish people are like hey hey we're very very hospitable we love people we're very friendly we're renowned for this but like we uh there's no room in the hospitals and the schools and you know the houses there's home people on families on the streets because there's not enough houses and We've had this huge influx of people. It's a tiny island, like, and the government's like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever. Bring more and more and more in, you know, and, you know, uh, or, you know, and uh, sovereignty, like, oh, yeah, just the, the WHO, yeah, they want to bring in this treaty where they can totally control, put in, you know, pandemics, you know, the lockdowns were terrible. They did nothing. They just caused problems. And uh, that was obvious beforehand. But even for those who had some reason, oh, it makes sense. Now it's been proven in you know, Johns Hopkins that, of all places who are very deeply involved in this whole COVID madness, um, did a big study that found, oh yeah, did nothing. Maybe that was the point. They didn't find that it caused harm. Or did they I think that, I think they said it did nothing. But yeah, I think, okay. Or maybe they said it did harm, but it definitely did a lot of harm, the lockdowns. Overall, more deaths and injuries um, of all kinds. Anyway, um, so the government, you know, they're not being reasonable. And so I think it's very important that we criticize that, um, not to judge people and to judge them, but to communicate about what needs to change. If we don't do it, then we'll end up, you know, that's how, you know, Adolf Hitler or Joseph Stalin, these people come to power, partly, you know, it's through violence and stuff. But a lot of it is just, um, say, in the case of Hitler, it was a bit of intimidation. And then everyone, ooh, 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 I don't want to have my window smashed and I don't want to be beaten and, you know. And then, and fair enough, you know, but then if, if you don't have enough people resisting, then everyone goes to a much darker place. And I think if Germany in 1946, looking at the rubble of their society, they, if they could go back in time, a whole lot of people would have just charged, you know, swamped, um, the Nazis and just gotten rid of them much, much earlier. Um, said, look, if I die, if I, whatever, but you know, we're all gonna we're all going to a very bad place if we don't resist, and so you know I'm a very optimistic person, but I think you've got to be realistic too and practical. And you know if you're, uh, you know, looking, I have an episode um what uh why it's safest or is it I think phrase it as a question, uh, is it safest to assume a global coup is underway, like someone's trying to take over the world? I think it is that that is I don't know for certain that that's happening, but it definitely looks like it. If you're honest and you know pay attention and are hardworking and you read a lot and listen to a lot of experts, 
um, and read between the lines and think about it um, and can read people's emotions, you know, uh, that's definitely the most plausible explanation. Uh, as people like Brett Weinstein have been saying, um, you know, they say the recent Joe Rogan podcast, Brett Weinstein, great stuff. He's pointing out like, like, hey, Joe, I mean, look, you know, I can see how hard you're working to ignore what's right in front of you. You know, Joe's like, no, I'm trying to steal, man. The uh, uh. But basically, yeah, we don't want to think it's true. But anyway, whatever. So I think the things could go in a bad direction. So we need a con um, and that's just one thing. It's like a big thing. But there's you know, even in smaller things with your friends or whatever, your friends drinking too much. OK, do you say nothing? No, I think you should communicate. You know, do what feels right, but in many cases, it's wise to communicate um, and you're, that you don't think something's good. And I appreciate when people do that to me, it helps me, you know. Um, I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. So it, we help each other. Humans are social creatures, not just that we need that to feel good, but also to be good, you know, to be balanced. We need each other. Um, we are outsourcing sanity, as I think Jordan Peterson said, um, to the network of our peers, you know, and this is how we figure it out together. And, you know, partly the ego the self um you know the true self is not the ego but whatever let's call it you know the, the on that level your individuated you know self here i am i'm a little me in the universe um secretly you are the universe higher consciousness that's your true self but whatever let's not go there for now um it's nest it's very useful for nature to adapt so that the human individual um believes in oneself like oh yeah i am right and this is, you know, it's it's right that I'm going to kill this animal and take it, you know. And yeah, I can see it's a little baby, but I'm killing the animal because I need to feed my baby. And the other animals are the same, you know. This is the way we evolve. Like, you need to prioritize. Charity starts at home. You need to prioritize yourself. Um, but uh, that can go, then go astray. So that will cause you to persevere through against the odds and, you know, overcome the challenges and evolutions has asteroidal impacts you know famines you know just insane crazy things going on um and so um this is this has evolved that tendency those who didn't have that tendency to put themselves radically a radical tendency to put oneself first they didn't survive you know and so okay that's the platform we're working on we're evolving on and so however that can go astray where it's like oh here's some information you might not be aware of and then like people oh well no that's different to what i believe so fuck you <laughs> you know pardon my french um and so you know um you have to balance it by be or like oh no hey um, i'm a sane logical hard-working person i'm reasonable i'm not you know taking i'm not smoking too much pot or whatever you know how come on i'm i got it under control it's all perfect and then so you can see how that tendency might cause self-delusion and um that's where luckily we live in groups and so the group might be all equally deluded about our relationship with the other group who we're at war with but when it comes to within the group like oh hey you're smoking too much you know wacky tobacco like the other people don't have that bias because that well i don't care that's your thing i've got no dog in the game game there you know no dog in the fight i don't care like yeah they'll just tell you and may, but then maybe they are gambling too much and where that's obvious to me because i don't have any stake in you know denying it doesn't affect my self-identity so we can help each other like that and then even the maybe the tribes who are fighting whatever Overall, let's say there's a, you know, say there's some Irish tribes back in the day, you know, um, clans, you know, fighting. And maybe the king can can go, 
hey, uh, I know you two both think you're right, but uh, I can see from the outside, you know, like this is what's going on and they can, you know, resolve it. Um, or the other, you know, tribes in the area can see it and go, hey, these two are fighting, but we need to put an end to it. This is out of control. Um, and then maybe, but when that whole group, you know, when it's all of Munster looking at all of Connacht or something, maybe there's a big war, you know, or they say Connacht and Ulster, you know, the Tornbo Quailga, you know, the old story, the Torn, um, the cattle raid of Cooley, this big war or whatever, great book. And, you know, the, I think it's the oldest epic in Western literature. But um, anyway, then, you know, okay, it goes out the window, but then maybe you need the bigger community where you've got, okay, you've got the high king who, or, and maybe the other, you know, kind of provinces, whatever, who can say like, oh, hey, you two, this is what's going on. You know, they can kind of bring in a more holistic perspective. So the point is, you know, through networks, we are outsourcing our sanity. And so it's necessary to be able to criticize and to communicate. And I think, you know, the powers that be that run society. And here's one thing, right? It's where my criticism could get out of control. In the past, I had a tendency to think, yeah, it's, they're all crazy and uh, they're so they're stupid or evil or something like that, you know? Um, uh, or, you know, just arrogant, you know, and like they're just not questioning themselves enough. But then maybe I was, you know, arrogant and not questioning myself enough. Maybe these people are perfectly aware that like the way, you know, people think like, yeah, that it's not fair what they're doing, that it's unjust. And, but maybe they have other reasons we haven't thought about for why they're doing what they're doing. Um, maybe there's some alien race which is trying to predate us and they're trying to like, hey, we need to get a global government really fast and um, but we can't tell you that we're doing it because then the aliens will know what we're doing. Um, so we have to force it through. We have to be like, it's and in the process, we might turn into monsters and it might just become a global dystopia, but we're doing our best not to let that happen. But there's no other option because we can't, I don't know, whatever. That's just some random example that pops into my head. Maybe there's some story that justifies it or that they think justifies it. I don't know. But I think it, the point is like when we're criticizing the powers that be, it's good to kind of maintain a bond of affection and, you know, human, you know, empathy and say like, hey, these are, you know, children who grew up, you know, and they have children themselves. And, um, you know, some could be very, very far and not just, you know, the powers that be globally, but, you know, in your country or in your neighborhood or whatever, in your family, say with your parents, if you're a you know teenager and your parents, you think like, oh, you know, they're just not fair and whatever. Try to think they have their perspective, you know, and try to communicate with them. But I don't see any benefit to having the internal judgment of them. It's just just communicate. But and if you do it without that internal judgment anyway, I think they're more likely to take it on board because if they feel like they're under attack, they'll put up the wall and defend themselves. You know, that thing from Eckhart Tolle, like um, what you um, what you resist persists and what you fight grows stronger. Or what you fight, you strengthen, something like that. So I think that's that's the thing. Like we need to find a way to be able to communicate. Say I'm thinking in Ireland or globally, like in Europe, you know, um, communicate the, the criticisms of what's wrong about what's happening, um, whether they listen or not. And then we take things into our own hands anyway. I think, you know, we have to protect ourselves, you know, and enforce our rights, stand our ground, you know. Um, but you know, try to avoid being any more threatening than you need to or divisive or um, judgmental, you know, uh, like Jesus said, love thine enemies, you know. Um, so, and I think that makes it a lot, 
nicer the whole thing it was like yeah hey we're all on the same team come we're trying to help each other you know i think a lot of people who would be like oh this is too intense i don't want to get involved in whatever situation it is um or they're like oh it's exhausting you know you know because it's just so demoralizing whatever if it's like hey this we're all together we're trying to it's about teamwork then i think the, you know the morale can be a lot easier to mobilize it's like come on you do it for your team wouldn't you Oh yeah, okay. I think I can find the energy and the whatever's required in a resources. Um, all right, and then suspicion. I think suspicion's kind of like the silent internal version of these things, where you're kind of like, hmm, maybe I should be, I should criticize you or complain or it's like lack of trust, right? Suspicion. Um, but so. It can affect the way you interpret what people do, the way you uh, respond to people, the way you just the things you do and don't do. Um, but I think again, it's very similar in that suspicion can be healthy. Like if you know, uh, what's the story? Is Aesop's fable or whatever? There's like an old lion that's you know grows too weak, so it can't. Uh, um hunt anymore and it just lives in this cave and whenever you know animals come in it pretends to be sick and oh and you know like they they come in and uh when they were you know to help it or something and then it it uh, attacks them you know and eats them and then um some fox or something is coming up and goes oh like what's why, why are you in that cave whatever and he's like oh i'm sick or whatever you know and like oh yeah um come in here so i can you know can see you and he's like oh well, I would, but I just notice all all the tracks go into the cave, but no tracks leave the cave, <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, so, you know, that this fox or whatever it was, is like suspicion of the lion was very useful. It saved its life, you know. So there's a there's definitely a time and a place for suspicion um, to notice what is right and what is dangerous and, you know, what's safe. And, um, but then, you know, it can get out of control, obviously, if you're like, oh, everyone's against me okay then you're that's no way to live you're going to get psychotic very quickly and uh yeah i think in the border area you know um uh you know i think when in doubt the dumbledore principle is pretty good you know trust err on the side of trust you know dumbledore like albus dumbledore from the harry potter books books um he you know like uh, he's criticized by people being like, oh, Dumbledore just trusts too much. Um, and yet it seems like Dumbledore, that Dumbledore doesn't trust everyone equally, but he sees, he trusts the potential in everyone to do right. Um, and so, you know, but the certain people where you can see his actions, he's not like, he doesn't get screwed over by anyone at any point um, because of, you know, his trusting too much that I'm aware of. I mean, maybe Grindelwald a little, but uh but basically, you know, uh, when in doubt, he, he, he trusts. And I think that's wise, uh, both for two reasons. One, you could be right, you know, like your, your imagination's overactive and actually, yeah, you know, you should be trusting this person um, or this government or this institution or trust that something's true or trust that something will happen. You know, like, oh yeah, you, this person can do it. You know, don't be, sus don't suspect them of, you know, not being up to the task, for example, like doubting them. You could use it in that sense also, I guess. Um, and just, so A, they might be, uh, your suspicions might not be founded. Like, you know, it might be 
it could very well be that like, yeah, you just trust and all will be well. Um, or, and also what sometimes happens is you're actually, if you were like, oh yeah, no, I don't trust you. Then you would be right. They're like, yeah, okay, I was going to screw you over. Fair enough. But then where sometimes I think if you trust people and you extend, you go, the, you extend that um, kindness, that trust to people, they can transform. They're touched by it, especially if it's clear that you know there is the potential that they're you know trying to mess with you, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, no problem, let's do it, good, you know. And I think if they can realize like, oh, you are extending an act of love there, even though you know that they have betrayed you or that they were, were planning to. I would imagine, yeah, there's cases where, and even if it's not that intense, a smaller version, cases where that will transform people. It will touch them and then they will become trustworthy. You know, like the thing where um, it's like, yeah, uh, tr trust them and they become trustworthy. Or like uh, there's something where I think Italian factory workers um, were, on, uh, were, were on strike or something. And, uh, you know, the the factory factories were like, yeah, okay, you can't go on strike anymore. So then they started doing these half strike things where they would just like work really slowly. <laughs> um, and, uh, but then I, th I can't remember the exact story, but, or, and then saying like the contrast would be, you know, I don't know if there's a potential or if it actually happened, but where, you know, you trust them and you go, yeah, okay, you know, do your job and then we're all good. And then when you, when people go, oh, that's how you see me. Okay. Well, I, yeah, there's kind of an instinct to reciprocate, you know, if you give trust, usually people return the trust, you give respect, they return respect, usually, not always, you know, but, um, and so they would, you know, okay, well, yeah, great, the company likes us, all right, I'm a man of honor, I'll, I'll, re I'll do some good work here for this company that respects me, you know, um, so yeah, I'd say that's it, all right, what are your thoughts, any, any opinions, let me know, if you do, um, if you like this, subscribe, um, and you know, whatever you can follow me on social media, if you want, um, I'll like, you know, comment stuff on Twitter, rendezvous with Jamie McGlue. Um, and yeah, that's it. So have a great weekend, everyone. And, um, I just want to say, uh, your, your vibe is just so good. I don't know what it is exactly, but you're looking amazing. <laughs> Enjoy.